welcome welcome to another episode of i wish i was a little bit taller we're taking it back to the early 2000s with uh <laughs> i wish with the it, it what was it, it budweiser <laughs> was it the budweiser commercials that was bud yeah, yeah it was um we are uh we're you know we have i on the san francisco area yo yo and, yo uh, i'm in you know socal and so we usually don't start our podcast with a trivia. You usually try to do a little topic, but uh, I have one for you, and then I'll explain how I came about this question. Um, but let's just get to the question at hand. Can you name the original Dream Team roster <laughs> and their coach? Well, I like how you didn't give me any uh, indicator of this today no, or yesterday no heads up at all nope, nope. um i mean I'll, to be I'll honest you, I'll, I'll give, i feel you know. actually fairly confident okay, okay. okay so we'll start off with the coach it's uh, chuck daly Pist- yep. piston head coach at the time yep. we'll mm-hmm. start off with the point guards we got john stockton and magic johnson mm-hmm. shooting guards i believe it was michael jordan wow why can't i think of another shooting guard we got Chris Mullen in there. Clyde Drexler was on that team. For the forwards, we had Scotty. I mentioned Mullen, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. For the centers, we had David Robinson, Patrick Ewing. I believe I mentioned Christian Leitner. I got to be missing a couple, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many do I have of the? Is it a twelve? Is so it a twelve-man roster? It's a twelve-man roster. So you have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're missing two. At least the. Uh, yeah, I think you're missing two. Hmm. I said Michael, right? I said Jordan, mm-hmm. right? Well, look. Let's say, name the starting five that you remember. I don't even know what the starting five was. Oh, um, did I say Ewing? No, you didn't okay, say Ewing. So okay, so Ewing. So I got one more then. I'm trying to think of who the other guards were. Because I can only think of Stockton, Magic. You got the guards. Okay, you have all the guards. You're missing a center. Missing a center. David Robinson, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you have Patrick Ewing, David Robinson as your centers. Okay. Who are your forwards again? Man, are you keeping track? <laughs> I am. But you kept going back and forth on the forwards. I you did. said, oh, I said I this did. one. Okay, I wasn't right. sure. The so. forwards were Barkley, uh-huh. Pippen, uh-huh. Malone, uh-huh. Christian Leitner, uh-huh. Chris Mullen. Did I say Mullen uh-huh. already? I, that, I know who you're missing. Okay, I know who you're missing now. This one I thought for sure you would have like just right off the bat, but all right. Can you give me a clue? I'm drawing a complete um, blank. Your boy hated this team. His team. Who on the Pistons was on the Dream Team? No one on the Pistons. No one on the Pistons. So Another really... team in the East, though. The Knicks? No. The Celtics? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God. Yeah. You didn't say bird. I know. I don't know. So, 
Wow, that was a big so one. This is how I, <laughs> so this is how I came up with this. So my dad and I were driving a couple of days ago, and um, we were sitting, of course, in LA traffic. And he, you know, his concept of basketball and his knowledge of basketball basically covers from the early 80s to like the early 2000s kind of like you like your your knowledge of it is only for about that long right and so it's basically the jordan era so he we were just talking and he's like what was the coach of the um detroit uh pistons and i was like chuck Dale. he's like oh and my dad loved chuck he had like this i don't know what why he, i think maybe because he had so much hair and my dad had none <laughs> but um Love that man, and so he's like, "Yeah, didn't didn't he coach the dream team?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, uh, "Do you do you remember that team?" And so I'm like, "All right." So I was like, "You know, starting lineup was Magic, Jordan, Bird, and then I went to I was like, I think Charles started, and I think it was Ewing, and then you know I got into Carl Malone and um, Pip. I I said Carl Malone, and I stopped, and I was like thinking, thinking, and he's like, um. You didn't say magic. I'm like, yeah, I said, I said fucking magic the first dude. He's like, no, no, no. So I'm like, all right, fine. Magic, Jordan, Bird, Chuck, Ewing. And then I was like, you know, Mullen and then Carl uh, Malone. And I stopped again. And he's like, uh, did you say Pippin? I'm like, uh, no, I didn't say Pippin. He's like, oh, and then Jordan. I'm like, no, I fucking said Jordan. <laughs> he's like, no, you didn't. So started all over again i'm like at pat i'm like you know starting five whatever and we're at like number 10 at this point and he's like do you oh what's that guy's name that played for the celtics i'm like bird he's like yeah i'm like i said him too he's starting it's the first at this point i was just fucking livid i'm like i'm done i'm done i'm not doing this with you anymore (laughs) and at that point if we weren't sitting in traffic i'd have just gotten out and like i'm going home (laughs) he kept forgetting the starting five because it was the furthest away from from the list you know so by the time (laughs) it came around again he had already forgotten and the funniest part was like, after I got to 10, so he's named them all again. And we got to 10. I was so frustrated. I couldn't think of Mullen and Clyde Drexler. Those are the two I couldn't remember at all. Yeah, I'm surprised so I, I, I actually, got Clyde. I thought yeah, I would have forgot yeah, that yeah. one. But the, And the funniest thing was a couple of days ago, I was like, just before he mentioned that, I was like, you know, I feel like Clyde was relevant in the 90s. Why wasn't he on the Olympic team? <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. He was there. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Um, Clyde the Glide. I think my dad loved him because he had the same hairline as my dad. So <laughs> that's literally my dad relates his favorites based on how bald they are. So, uh, but that was pretty good. That was, I was, that I, was I, fun. I, pretty impressive. I liked. I liked that it. Was, I like going into it cold, yeah. having no idea yeah, what's going on. Yeah. Um, but speaking of all that uh, and people of the past, we're going to play a new game or new segment we're going to name long time no see you and that's reference to my dad who misunderstood the phrase long time no see and being you know foreigner and trying to learn the language he added a you to it so long time no see you and that's a foreigner (laughs) and with that we're going to try to name a player this season i mean we're only 20 games in right so um but in this season so far has there been a player that's kind of revived and has come back to life or reemerged uh that you've noticed at least yeah um andrew wiggins 
is he's gotten okay. Okay. kind of a lot okay. of heat the last few years for underachieving, underperforming, not having the heart or desire to win, whatever you want to call it. Um, right, and right, he right. started off this year pretty strong, you know. So yeah. he's one of those guys where he kind of has a um, what I like to call like a perfect basketball frame. You know, he's long, he's lean, he's not yeah. super thick, but he's strong enough. Um, and he just kind of hasn't like reached his potential, you know, he should be dropping 25 every game. Um, but he's had, he's having a really good year. So uh, he's kind of been behind the scenes a little bit underachieving, but I feel like he's starting to come into his own. I don't know if it's all the shit talking that's motivated him or, or what it is, but. Well, yeah, he just came out saying that, that it was, that all motivated him, but people have been saying that about him for a couple years yeah. now you know after he got that big contract so hopefully it kicks in but yeah he was he was on my list too i uh i had him and i had two other players who <laughs> um basically were out of the league if it wasn't for a stroke of luck and one just came into the league carmelo and the other one is dwight dwight literally was Dwight's out of the league one. at this point yeah dwight you know, dwight was out of the league one. And he finally understood his role, and he, I think, because of that, he, and the, if he keeps this up, he's going to get a pretty good contract next year. He's—I don't know if it's on the Lakers, but he's going to get a good contract for a team that needs somebody to yeah, come off the bench, give them energy, role. give them, yeah, you know. <clears throat> so he was mine. He was a—that's a pretty he's good been one. A surprise That's a pretty to good one. Man, he's—he's yeah. he's one of those players. Where, like, I really wish he, like, things panned out different. You know, I wish he yeah. didn't get some back injuries. I wish he didn't have like whatever fallouts he did with um, Stan Van Gundy, um, and just a different career path would have been cool to see with Dwight. He would have been like one of the all-time great centers if yeah he kind of yeah. just continued along the path he was on. It was like for six, seven years, just be a you know, douchebag. Yeah, yeah you just know, he just douche. just didn't have the um, the right attitude. But yeah. I, I have I, another one too, actually. So yeah, my yeah. low-key one is. Uh-huh. A player, I don't know if you even know him, but he's on the Pistons. No, it's not D Rose, even though D Rose is yeah. having I actually a pretty good year. I just go didn't want to go too homer on it. I figured uh, yeah. I've been talking a lot about the Bulls and the franchise. So, um, <laughs> but uh, Luke Kennard. So, I don't know if you've seen him okay, play, yeah, yeah, play yeah. at all, but yeah, he's having yeah, really, yeah. really good years for his couple of years, you know, just kind of getting his feet wet in the league. But he he's, looks like a really solid player. Yeah, it's just you know, unfortunately, Detroit isn't getting anything, any, anything coming out of Detroit, so he's just kind of under the radar because of that. I was, no matter how well I was playing. actually gonna say that's, I think one of the reasons D Rose has kind of gone under the radar this year is because Detroit sucks. So there's yeah. there's nothing to talk about, but yeah. he's having quite a little bit of a resurgence towards the. Uh, yeah. Um, this part of his career, but he was having it last yeah. year though too. He was having a pretty good right, last but he's year just too, he's so continuing not, it. You know, it's not yeah, like it wasn't yeah, like a flash in the bottle or like just a yeah. one season thing. He's just he's continuing his good play. He's just Detroit's really terrible. Did you see the play where um uh, Blake Griffin fouled uh, Giannis and then like stepped over him? Yeah, I was like, why is he such a douche? Why is he a dick? I mean, it was. Bro, they they are they supposed to be nice to each other out there? Like, no, you, but like, you want why them are to... you stepping? Why are you stepping over the dude that literally could jump over you? <laughs> and you used to be able to do that, and you might have been able to do something like that now, but you're irrelevant now. Like he's tactics, he's, game tactics. You gotta, they stayed lost by like. I know, but <laughs> you gotta you gotta do what you can when you can't <laughs> jump over people anymore. You know, right? 
It's just he's. I feel like he. It, it, people that go to Detroit just end up like their careers just plummet unless they had something going behind before they got there, you know. But Blake was kind of on his way down, and and oh, while he was on Clippers, like he, he wasn't relevant anymore. So yeah. Um. So from that, we're gonna play the game. You. It's named after you. Called seriously. Versus Takeris. Takeris. With the first one we're going to play is Seriously or Take It Easy. Uh, Car- is Carmelo going to keep this up for the rest of the season? First of all, I don't, know why, I don't know why I have such a smile on my face just from hearing you repeat <laughs> Takerisi and seriously. Um, repeat the question, please. What's that? Repeat the question, please. <laughs> Something about Melo. <laughs> is Carmelo going to keep it up for the rest of the season? Takeris. Takeris. Yeah. He, uh, I think he came out at a spot. You know, Damian Lillard was a little bit injured. He got to get into the flow one or two of those games because he wasn't there. Um, he's streaky, man. Melo is just, he's streaky. Um, Lillard's a little bit streaky too. They just got off to a rough start. I don't think he's going to do anything. He's just, he's got energy. You know, he's got right. adrenaline, he's got energy, he's pumped. Um, and maybe if Portland uses him the right way, which looks like they're they're trying to use him in a particular way that helps his game, which is kind of interesting to see. I mean, maybe he yeah. continues it. I don't know. I mean, he they're basically letting him play mellow ball post-up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jump shots. But they're actually doing a pretty smart thing of using him in the screening role. He basically never wanted to play the four, and now they're just like, well, you're too slow to play the four, so we're just going to put you at the five <laughs> <laughs> and just have you set screens and then roll or pit, you know, and pop and do your mid-range jump shot and just go from there, you know. Carmelo just um, needs but to they retire, man. It's, it's you know what, though? They guaranteed his contract. They guaranteed his contract the rest of the year, and that's that's impressive. Lakers haven't even done that for <laughs> Dwight, and Dwight's been more relevant than Carmelo. You know, season, you know so. who's better. You know how Joe Johnson got signed earlier in the year, but then he got yeah. released on Melo's. You know who's better yeah. than both of them and still hasn't been Crawford. signed? Yeah, it's like yeah. Crawford can actually play still. You know, so but where um, do you see him playing? Where could you see him added to? Um, I mean, I'm sure here's somebody. The, here's, Here's two things that Melo does. Melo brings attention to your team, right? I got, I got a news. team for you. Go ahead. Uh, I was just like, Melo does brings media and uh, attention to your team, so that's good for your team. And two, um, Blazers had no other option at this point for a scoring three, four, whatever position he they put him at. So he fits both criteria for them. They get the attention, which is good. And then they get a player that does any something better than the players they have for minimal, you know, minimal value. So, um, but who do you see Crawford going to? I think Milwaukee would be a good place for him. He'd kind of space the floor a little bit more for Giannis, and he's a playmaker. So, what yeah, but he needs the ball in his hands. So That's the thing. He needs what? the ball in his hands I mean, a lot. He doesn't need the ball in his hands a lot. He's he's a He's a volume type player, so when he gets in, he's going to chuck it up. He's going to do his thing. But they need that a little bit. I feel like they need a player that can do some make a play at the end of the game or just create his own shot really easy because obviously Giannis has a hard time doing that. So I think that would be a good spot for him. 
I think you know the the December as a December fifteenth coming up pretty quick, where all the contracts that were signed this summer are able to be traded. Okay. And I feel like something. I think after that, he might get signed because there might be a couple of teams to trade. You know, making small trades just to um, get rid of a roster spot so that maybe they can bring him in. Yeah. Something like that might happen, but. Um, but I, I think that this deadline's coming up is going to when a lot of things are going to start happening. I think uh, New York is going to jump in there and just start trading players because they're just all that money they tied up this summer is doing nothing for them. So they're going to try to get some contracts out of the way out of there. So all right, that's. But um, all right. Anyway, so uh, Carmelo, I think is actually going to. He's averaging what twenty two points in thirty minutes. I don't think he's going to maintain that, but I think. He's going to do pretty like 18, 19 points a game. I think that's what he'll stick around. and uh, But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, the next one. Seriously or crazy? Will Harden break the legend, the most fabulous, amazing basketball player of all time? Some people call him the GOAT. Kobe's 81 points in a, in a game. I thought you were going to ask me about a season average. Um, no, 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 no. Kobe's 81 again. I mean, he could, you know. Well, no. Is it he, the crazy or seriously? Uh, it's a, that's a, it's a tough one. <laughs> kind of a tough one, but I'm going to give a, another... There needs to be a lot of things to go the right way for that to happen. Right. You know, you, you have to have a basically play against a really shitty team um, okay. and have your coach keep you in and okay. not get tired and not have okay. the other team get completely frustrated and take you out, um, which right. I think is a little bit more likely to happen now. Because I think that's what people said a lot about Kobe's 81 it right. was like, yo, like hit him, <laughs> like do do something, right. foul him. You yeah. know, he's just yeah. abusing you every time. So double team and get the I, line yeah. I, I think it's a little bit tougher. Like with the Devin Booker thing, I mean, they were down like twenty or thirty the whole time. So right. it was just, it was a game over type deal. Um, I mean, it, it could happen, but no, I'm, I'm saying take take it easy. You know, like I think well, that takes a lot. I think that takes a lot to happen. <laughs> the other thing that has to happen is. Westbrook can't touch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a game where Westbrook is not playing. He is Dude, not playing. The last game they were playing, I think he took 22 shots or 28 shots, made like seven, and scored as much as Rivers, who took like seven shots. Yeah. It's insane. So that... And then um, one thing that people forget about that game, that was a pretty close game that Kobe had with Toronto. I mean, I don't even say Lakers is Kobe. Like, yeah, that, much, that's what, it was a close game. So he was like, he was having to keep them in the game by shooting, right. you know. So, um, but I, I think it's, I think the way he's just jacking up shots, and yeah, it has to be something where Westbrook isn't playing, or Westbrook accepts, the, hey, this dude's on fire. I'm just gonna rack up my assists this game. But I'm gonna give it a seriously. And really? I seriously think he's gonna he's gonna get shoot for it. He's gonna shoot for it <laughs> for sure because he got what seventy a couple of days ago and in the third quarter and they sat him. He got sixty, so, sixty in the yeah, third. Oh, he could have okay. beat he could have beat Kobe's record, which was sixty two, oh. 
in three quarters, but they took oh, they took him yeah, out yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. He's all upset about yeah. it when he found yeah. out. But I mean, he could have beat that record. Um, yeah, but but he didn't. Yeah. Uh, the next one we have it's rel- relevant to this conversation right here. But will any team score more than 160 points? In a game, seriously, for sure, that's bound. I mean, it's inevitable, especially with the way the league is now. All it takes is you just need to grind out four overtime game, four. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm just saying, regular, I'm just, just regular, re- game. regular, regular. Yeah, why? Because because uh, the Clippers scored that one fifty. Clippers dropped one fifty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, why not? That's basically what forty quarter. You gotta get forty a quarter. Yeah. Um, wow, your math is coming back. Hey, you know what? What's Thirty-one I'm, times I'm, two. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed actually <laughs> of the previous math relapse, but um, it's got to be an odd number, homie. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I was just wasn't counting the own team that we're talking about. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, forty. Like when you break it down like that, forty a quarter is doable. You know, because teams can drop yeah. fifty and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, at times, yeah, it's just gotta be, so it's like it's just the consistency. It's got to be relatively close through at least three quarters. Right. That's the other so thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a close yeah. game. All right. And then the last one for this uh, segment is, um, <laughs> are the Knicks an NBA team? <laughs> <laughs> There's always that team every year where they're just. But they were so hopeful. I mean, like, they signed all these. They signed basically like four power forwards. <laughs> bro, look at. Um, it's just. Like, look at the Warriors team. They're not even yeah, the really Warriors, an NBA team. They're just well coached. They yeah, just have structure no. and foundation in, the, in that in that franchise. And That's really the only they difference. Have, yeah, but the different. They have literally their top three players are gone, or injured, or and the rest not of the playing. players are all like G leaguers, and they still have more wins than the fucking. I think like by and one. They're in the West. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think but, by one. but they're in the West. <laughs> I think they won four exactly. games. Exactly. So a, a J League a J League team has more wins than New York Knicks. G League. Who actually? G League. Yeah, G League. My bad. Man, someone needs to work on their English. <laughs> English is my second language. <laughs> um, and that ends our segment of seriously the or crazy. And then the last little conversation we had last night was I sent you a text saying this, the team of MJ, Kobe, Magic, Shaq, and LeBron. Give me a team that could beat that team. And you actually, I will say this. I was sitting there for a good 15 minutes and only people I could think of that could be give this, this team a chance was... I thought Pippen, and I thought Grant Hill in the prime could give at least the defensive side a, a some chance. But you gave me a good one. You're, do you remember who, what you texted yeah, me with? Yeah, I do. I okay, did, what, I did what, have to it? think about it myself for, for a while, too, because, I mean, that's like the death lineup. Man, there's no, right. <laughs> there's not many lineups no better. In that yeah, team. there's not many lineups better than that. So, one, my first thought was, how do I match up with Shaq? Because you have to have somebody to match up with Shaq. Right. And right. so my initial thought was Kareem. I was kind of thinking about it, and then just decided to go with Wilt because we mentioned 
you mentioned that these players are going to be in their prime. Right. So I thought a prime Wilt is going to be a pretty good matchup, most likely against Shaq. Um, and then I went a little bit big, you know, so I kind of tried to change up. I was looking at it as not, I'm going to match each player up against each player. I was looking at it as more of a team, like what team would beat that team. Right. And so I went with Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. Because I think those two players playing on the same court, on the same team together, that's a nightmare against anybody. It doesn't matter. I mean, even when the Lakers and Spurs were having those battles, Tim Duncan gave Shaq trouble. It wasn't like it was a, you know, Shaq was just breezing through it. So those two guys to me, <laughs> Those are yeah. some pretty special <laughs> twin towers. You know, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna they're gonna do a lot. They're gonna cover a lot of ground defensively, offensively. They can do whatever they want. So, um, again, I was thinking of team. So yeah, Wilt, KG, Duncan, and for the point guard, it was a really tough choice. But I was trying to think of someone that is completely unselfish and a very willing passer. And someone can knock down an open jumper um, while being big defensively, fast, strong, yeah. all that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you got to be able to yeah. match up yeah. against Magic and Jordan and Kobe. And right. that player was Jason Kidd for me in his prime. Yeah. Um, not yeah. many point guards better than J Kidd. And of course, like I want to say someone like D Rose in his prime or something, but I'm just thinking about the overall matchup and overall, the scheme yeah. of the team. I think J Kidd would be perfect. And then the last one was really hard. So I was thinking of a lot of players. I was thinking of a Grand Hill or a Scotty. Um, but I wanted to just add a little bit more of a new school player. I kind of went a little bit old school, a little bit of my era. And then I was trying to go a little bit. My era. You know, KKG, <laughs> Tim Duncan, J-Kid, <clears throat> when I played. <laughs> And in uh, my final player, I, I wanted to pick someone from today's game. And to round it out, I was just thinking basically defense and a decent shooter. So I went with Kawhi. I could have I gone, I think, with a lot of different players. But I was just thinking about how good he would be defensively on that team. And he's a very good offensive player. You know, at, yeah. at that point yeah. of the level of competition it's more about who can play good basketball not necessarily who's better because everyone's really good you know right, so right. that's why i uh yeah, that was the team you you got me like i uh, when because when i was looking at this the original list of mj kobe magic Shaq, and lebron the only thing that i noticed <laughs> with this team is that magic needs to have the ball lebron needs to have the ball Kobe needs to have the ball. Shaq needs to have the ball. And Matt, uh, MJ needs to have the ball. There is no one that can play off the ball, right? It's not the best We're, team, yeah. Right. But, like, Kevin Garnett can play off the ball. Kevin he doesn't Garnett need the can ball. Do everything else. Yeah, he, he can score off alley-oops. He can score off miss re- off rebounds. Uh, Duncan. We know how unselfish yeah, he, he is. Ball, but, but he's he unselfish. Do he doesn't have exactly, to have exactly. it. J-Kid, your squad, he doesn't even want to shoot. Right. Like, that's his 
if he last resort right. um wilt is going to shoot me. wilt is going <laughs> so, to dominate yeah <laughs> yeah wilt is not going it's to the pass black the ball hole. very often <laughs> the black hole yeah and then Kawhi, he can do a little bit of everything yeah he needs yeah. to have the ball but he can play and just do everything he's gonna else play and not D. he's gonna have, rebound yeah. you know yeah. he's, he's gonna be unselfish so so it's it's basically a, it's a very selfish team versus yeah. a very unselfish team, and so it, it, it. I think if there was two minutes left in the game, my team or not my team, the original <laughs> team would win. <laughs> what you talking about, bro? That's my fucking team. I built it. <laughs> it's four Lakers and your fucking. It's not G- four Sha- Lakers. Jordan. Okay, yeah, I don't. I don't consider first of all LeBron to be a Laker. I mean, come on, hey, dude. And I don't really a, consider puts, Shaq to necessarily be a laker he spent a lot of time in orlando he spent some time in miami he spent time on a bunch he's of other teams anonymous I mean, with the lakers, on, didn't he spend more time in orlando he's, than he did in la uh, i don't I know if he, he did or not eight with a, i think i think he spent eight with the lakers 96 to 04 with the lakers yeah was it? he came 96 okay. and then he left in 04 and then he was only okay, right, on. Right. I think he was only six years yeah. for Orlando. Right. He literally left. He was on the same uh, path as Dwight. Dwight took the exact same path after six or seven. I just. I always look at him as like Magic slash Laker. It was pretty. It's pretty even career, you know, that he had. For well, because so. you, you once again, because you live in the '90s, and that's all you, <laughs> that's all you know. So you know, that's just that's what you expect. Um, but hey, so. So this, speaking of Kawhi, there was an uh, uh, article written by uh, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer. And he actually has an interesting take on the Toronto Raptors this season. And he basically compared this Toronto team to the 93-94 Bulls team the year after Jordan left. Right? Was that 93? Yeah, Yeah, 93, right? 93-94. So his suggestion was when MJ left that year, the Bulls were one game away from making the conference finals, right? Yeah, they had a good they and had a 51 team, good good year. 55 win yeah. team and that a really good year and it was revolved around basically Pippen, right? Pippen like led the, the team in yeah, every everything. single category, which is incredible. So so he's not saying that Kawhi is Jordan. He's just saying the roles of those two players and how they influence the game for those teams are similar. So when you they subtracted them, that team, this Toronto team, is just as good and can compete for the finals because of Siakam. And he's basically comparing, comparing Siakam to Pippen in that he's basically you know leading toronto in all the categories and it's a really good article and it's he gives a lot of good points it's i actually thought it was a pretty fascinating comparison i was, I was thinking if you i know you haven't read the article but i was gonna get your uh your approach to because you're you know you bleed bulls <laughs> i mean that's a that's an interesting take um i think it's pretty early in the season to be judging Siakam already you know he's he's started off the season really good but you got to do it for a whole season um yeah no, no but, but he's the just comparison saying like, yeah, and kind of yeah. what's going on I yeah I mean I see it I, I I see kind of what he's saying um that Raptor team has also like been together for a while they have some veterans that like for example I'd, I'd say like a big difference okay so you had Jordan who's the team leader leave and Scotty steps up right Right. Kawhi wasn't the team leader. 
You know what I mean? Like, but he, Lowry, he led that team. No, 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 no. He did. He was the best player. But Lowry is the leader. You know, Lowry is the foundation of the Raptors. He's the player that's been there for 10 years. So there's a different, like, continuity with the Raptors, I'd say, than what happened with the Bulls. It was kind of like a shock. It was... But no, I, I see the I see the comparison. I totally see it, and that's that's pretty cool of him to actually see that. Um, yeah, it was just it was an interesting take because his logic makes sense. I mean, the way he I was reading it, it made sense to me in that you're saying you know, but actually Toronto didn't have a lot. They brought in a bunch. I mean, of they brought in the trade deadline Mark, last, last year, which is they brought huge. in Marcus All, basically. And, yeah, but I mean, th- they brought in Kawhi. You know, just for that one year, basically, right? So they, yeah, they had a bunch of, you know, players on that team. But Siakam was what third year, fourth year, like he wasn't a veteran. The Bulls had much more of a veteran team. Third year, yeah. You know, BJ was still on that team. They were still a pretty relevant team, like a good, solid team. And so it was, it was just an interesting. If you get a chance, uh, get on uh, the Ringer and check that out. The Ringer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'd, I'd like Kevin to read O'Connor's that, actually. article. What's that? I said I'd like to read that, actually. That sounds, yeah, sounds that's, like a good read. It was an article that I thought would be right up your alley because I could see the veins in your forehead popping that somebody would ever dare to compare any team to the legendary what'd Bulls you say? of the what'd 90s. What'd you say? <laughs> one step outside, one step outside. <laughs> So that was it. yeah it's and it's called how Toronto lost the finals MVP but remained a, t- a title contender and it's a uh, yeah it's a good article uh, if you get it anybody else if, you know you want a good article I'll tell you I'll 90s. tell you one other com- uh comparison or uh-huh. um same thing that they have going on is people everyone counted them out you know we all kind of counted yeah. the Raptors out yeah. this year yeah. that year everyone counted the Bulls out um so kudos yeah. to, to both teams for kind of Sticking true to they were doing solid. I mean, in the East, they are. Dang it, I just lost it. They they were they're a fourth seed, tied for the second seed with with the Miami and Boston. So they're they're in there. They're in the hunt for. I mean, they're not going to catch Milwaukee as things are going, but they're basically yeah, the tied first, for second. So. Yeah, the second through six is a is a clusterfuck. Yeah, and the then East. the rest is just so. shit. So as always, as the East is so. But anyways, <laughs> um, look, I got to give a little quick shout out to uh, you because this year has been a pretty crazy successful year for you. You finally, uh, finally locked down a girl that finally said yes to you. Drugs and alcohol, <laughs> they go a long way. <laughs> Take them to a porn country, get them. <laughs> 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 convince them they have to say yes we, we do what we have to do yeah and uh she as i told her your father-in-law at your engagement party she can do way better than you i'm, I'm sure she could <laughs> we all we and, all know um, this and yeah you this 2019 has been a good year for you so uh you're making big moves big strides Congrats on that, homie. Thank you, man. And, uh, and uh, the fact that I allowed you to be on this podcast <laughs> ends your 2019 on a high note. <laughs> hey, we're, we're just striving to get better. Right. Every single day. So uh, as you strive to get better, please uh, follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Listen to us. Give us some comments. 
let us know what we're doing right what Aiden's doing wrong and um and please please uh give us uh your comments and we'd love to your feedback thank you for listening until next week guys happy holidays